1: You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Virginia lawmakers reconvene today to approve a state budget. It includes $45 million in new funding for school police and security staff, about a five-fold increase from the last state budget. Megan Polly has more details.
0: The majority of middle and high schools across Virginia already have at least one police officer on site. But about half of elementary schools in the state do not have police presence, according to data from the Virginia Department of Criminal Justice Services. Schools without police or school security officers would be prioritized for the proposed influx in new state funding for these positions. I think it ignores what our own data tells us is the number one threat to our students. That's Senator Jennifer McClellan. She says she would have preferred the additional money was invested in student mental health services instead. McClellan points to a recent state threat assessment survey that found 57 percent of threats by students are to themselves. Megan Pauley, BPM News.
1: Governor Glenn Youngkin says his team is still combing through the state budget agreement released on Sunday. It includes $4 billion in new tax cuts and 10% pay increases for state employees and teachers. At a press conference yesterday, Yunkin weighed in on the proposal. My early review is I'm pleased with the framework, and we'll have more to say, of course, uh, as we finalize our review. A small group of lawmakers from both parties negotiated the agreement in private over the last several months. The full General Assembly is set to vote on the plan later this morning. The Supreme Court of Virginia will hear arguments from Hanover residents against a planned Wegmans distribution center. Residents told the Virginia Mercury that the case will determine whether property owners can challenge projects approved by local governments through the court system. The group opposes a new 1.7 million square foot Wegmans complex, highlighting the adverse impacts such as increased traffic and potential noise and light pollution. The project is also planned near the historically black community of Brown Grove which was founded by formerly enslaved people after the Civil War, and many of their descendants still live there. The Supreme Court agreed to hear the case last week, but no schedule has been set. The city of Hampton is making big investments to help withstand flooding and sea level rise in the decades to come. Catherine Hafner from partner station WHRO has the details.
0: Back in 2015, Hampton city officials went to a regional flooding workshop that included experts from New Orleans and the Netherlands. Carolyn Heaps, Hampton's resilience officer, says they came out with a whole new perspective. We really took away from that, I think, different ideas for living with water principles, focusing on working with our water systems rather than trying to fight it and engineer the water away. Those ideas are behind Resilient Hampton. That's the city's years-long mission to give communities the tools they need to prepare for and recover from things like storm surge, rising tides, and encroaching groundwater. We aren't looking at traditional political boundaries and strict neighborhoods. We're looking at watersheds and the landscape as the primary focus. The city started with developing pilot projects in the Newmarket Creek watershed. One is called the Big Bethel Blue Way and will transform an existing drainage canal into stormwater storage and public green space. Hampton's now looking for residents' input on what they want to see in downtown Phoebus and Buckrow,
1: that was Katherine Hafner reporting. The Chesapeake Bay Foundation is holding its 32nd annual Clean the Bay Day this weekend. Volunteers will pick up litter at locations across the Bay watershed so that less garbage finds its way downstream. Patrick Larson has more. After Memorial Day, the popular and historic shoreline at Ancaro's Landing in Richmond is strewn with glass, paper, and plastic. Gabby Troutman with the Chesapeake Bay Foundation says the only place for that litter to go, if it's not picked up, is in the water.
0: Where animals are able to eat it, um, oftentimes humans then eat fish and other animals.
1: Though previous Clean the Bay days have removed tens of thousands of pounds of trash, there's always more to replace it. Troutman says she's hopeful some of this weekend's volunteers will be inspired to get involved beyond cleanups.
0: Ask legislators both at the local and state level to create policies that can help reduce litter.
1: Patrick Larson, VPM News. Fire ants are pushing further into the commonwealth, the Virginia Mercury reports the invasive species from South America long known to reside across the southern states, has recently started a massive push into Virginia. The ants are currently in Hampton Roads, Williamsburg, Petersburg, and coming close to Richmond. Fire ants are known for their painful sting, which can be dangerous to both pets and people. The Virginia Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services is asking residents for help controlling the spread of the ants. You can report a fire ant mound at reportapest at vdacs.gov.